Good evening, everybody, and welcome along to the Lily May Foundation Still Parents podcast. Uh, my name is Dan. Happy New Year to, to everyone. Uh, first of all, I would like to say hello and Happy New Year to, to Ryan from the Lily May Foundation and the guy um, responsible for putting all this together. But along, along with, of course, well, sorry, Amy, his wife, responsible for putting all this together and then putting Ryan in front of the camera. <laughs> Here's Dan. That's... Uh... It's made me feel really good about myself. Really appreciate it. <laughs> That's what you told me to say. <laughs> yeah, but not that bluntly. Oh, right. Okay. Um, how, how are you, Matt? Uh, we've got Matt Whitehouse back with us again. He's been on all three of our, our podcasts so far, looking very clean shaven and, and fresh for the for the new year. Yes, very, very well. Not not bad at all. Um, everything's, um, everything's going pretty well apart from the Albion, so we're not going to discuss that. And joining us for the first time on the podcast this evening is Scott Dowd. How are you, Scott? Welcome along. Thanks for joining good. us. Good, thank you. Good, good. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's uh, appreciated. It was um, it was only until about two minutes before we went live that I was uh, I was unsure if I should be calling Scott Emma because his Zoom name hadn't been changed yet, and I believe it was on his <laughs> wife's account. Yeah, I was going to say that's a bit embarrassing. Yeah. So, uh, so, so there we are. Also, just before I forget, it was Ryan's birthday, I believe, yesterday. I, I try to forget my birthdays around about now because it's just a number to me. But next year's is the um, is the big one. I'll, I'll be forty. So, you, I mean, you you can let me know actually how that feels, Dan. To be honest, I know, I know, forty three this year. So, but at least I can't lose my hair. So true, true. <laughs> I've been I've been saying that joke since I was twenty one now. So even. I don't even get excited by it for that. I've actually passed a point in my life now where I've been bold longer in my life than I actually had hair. And really? I wasn't sure. Yeah, yes, it, I, I shaved it when I was 20. I had hair for 20 years. I've been bold for 22. I'm not sure if this is the sort of reason people are tuning in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so here we are. Um, our um, focal point for the show today is going to be talking... I mean, we're obviously we're back in lockdown and it's, it's, you know, can you believe it? It's almost been 12 months, not far off since the original lockdown. So, yeah, and we wanted to talk about in particular, you know, going through a situation which obviously most people watching this podcast would have been through themselves that we, we spoke about at great length on the other ones. And Scott and his partner, Emma, went through this recently um, during lockdown. So, Scott, do you mind if you just take a, a couple of minutes just to... Uh, tell everyone about your story and, yeah. uh, and what happened. Take as long as you like with it. Yeah, sure. Um, so the gist of it is uh, back in August, um, me and my wife Emma um, going along into the third trimester and um, August 22nd, Saturday. Um, unfortunately, we we had a, a stillborn baby. Um, and um, from that point onwards, obviously, you, you kind of, um, you, you're going along and you, you, you never really think these things are going to happen and it happens and then it's going from that point there and um, picking up the pieces and um, different steps different steps that kind of from leaving hospital to um, coming home and the realisation and and um, kind of dealing with it um, which bring us brought us to the, the Lily May which was um, which is really really helpful I've got, got to admit um uh, they did a memory box for us because you're not in the kind of right uh, headspace when it happens yeah. for obvious reasons. We received the memory box. Um, staff were great. I think they've 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 kind of trained in that that department and they kind of um, guided us through, give us some little memories for the for the time that we had there. 
we attended um, a support group, which was great. We yeah. met um, a couple of other couples um, there that kind of gone through the same thing. Emma's been seeing Amy, and it's been a really, really good crutch for us both, really. The in-depth knowledge that they've got, they can kind of impart. I think, you know, we were going through the time yeah it was it was lockdown um it wasn't lockdown but um it was definitely reduced numbers in terms of funerals yeah. and, and venues mm-hmm. so they were really helpful with that it's 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 a process i think like and death is hard with any, yeah. if it anybody but it, it, it for children it just comes a bit of um a right kicker to be honest with you and um <laughs> of course the, the anguish of of what you're going through at the time but on top of that you have to deal with um, lockdown restrictions I know was it August yeah. did you say August September yeah, time August. we were kind of I feel we were lucky in one respect mm. because we could have um, a venue of 30 I, I know a lot of people haven't even had the chance yeah when things fell but we were lucky in that respect we got to have um, a, a send-off and um, yeah we're, we're thankful for that got, got to be honest with you it's um, that was a, I, it's just nice to be able to do a send-off and uh, something to remember him by so that yeah. was that Absolutely. Scott, Scott, can I ask you, um, because there's obviously going to be a few people that are listening that are obviously yeah. in the situation, not so much in the in the respect that um, they've lost a baby under restrictions, but they will have lost a baby under lockdown as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, just to go back, because you said, obviously, that Emma has been seeing Amy, which I just want to yes. put there just because of the COVID police, that it is obviously a COVID secure oh, yeah, meetings and things yes. like that. Yes, so just, just to yeah. get that out there as well. But one one question I wanted to ask you, because um, this is somebody has actually asked this question and has just actually messaged in um, saying that obviously you, you could have 30 people at the funeral, but yes. then when it comes down to, let's say the, the hugging people, because let's be honest, that's tends to happen a lot at funerals where yes. you hug your family members, your friends, and, and yes. things like that. Do you find it... I mean, I don't know if you were able to do that at the time because no, I think nationally we were still um, being told not to do it, weren't we? So Yeah, absolutely. It was um, It was quite... Um, I wouldn't say austere. That's not the right word, but I'd say it was very uh, measured in as much that we had to wear masks when we went into the... It was at Robin Hood Cemetery, so it was um, wearing masks, um, yeah. socially distanced... Um, all the usual stuff and yeah it was it was really hard because I think it's it's human nature with with funerals and everything um weddings funerals whatever we, we're, we're kind of a creature people we like to men like to hang around at the bar women like to you know it's a it's, yeah it wasn't that kind of feel unfortunately um it, how yeah did find, how did you find that Scott I was quite annoyed. I've got to be honest with you. Over, a, it was one of the things that annoyed me. Actually, I've got to be truthfully honest. I, 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 I was concerned because um, getting a venue was proving to be a nightmare. Get, actually, getting a place um, to do the funeral was was proving tough. So, yeah, it is. It's. I thought. I think some people hold different things uh, nearer to them and closer to them than others. And the funeral thing, I find it quite important. I feel. That that's quite an important thing. It signifies something, and I think a lot of people feel robbed of that this year, uh, last year. Sorry, mm. and probably going forward, I feel that that is something that people will um, kind of um, resonate with the fact that it, if it's grandpa's, it's nice to do a send off, nice to do a little bit of a talk and say say a, a bit and have a drink and kind of do something do something of that kind of nature. But it, no, it was very much distanced and. Uh, 
really hard, very hard. <clears throat> the other thing I wanted to ask you is, you said, was it 30, you said you were allowed 30 people there? Yeah, there, 30, around I'm yeah, 30, yeah. Now, obviously, this depends a lot on size of families and, and, and closeness yeah. and proximity, etc. The que- I guess the question is, obviously, b- before you just anyone can turn up, the funeral that I've yeah. been to of a, yeah. a friend of mine from school, you know, it yeah. was one of those ones where everyone turned up and you couldn't get no, in from outside. Yeah. But, I mean, it's probably the last thing you want to deal with on top of the, the grief that you're going through is then deciding who can and can't come yeah. and how it's- you tell them about it. And those people <laughs> hopefully were understanding <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a bit like I suppose it's the it's the flip reverse. It's a bit like a wedding where you kind of it goes the other way. You kind of don't want to upset people. And you want to include as much as many people as possible. And it does feel it does feel a bit like that. I've I've got to got to be honest and say you want as much support as possible. But I don't think you can. But with yeah. two families to come in together and um, most you know if you if you're quite sociable and you've got quite a few friends and work friends and stuff, you you're gonna fill them numbers pretty fast so it is hard really hard and you know it's hard to please yeah. and everybody wants to do their best by you and um yeah that's the only that is a downfall of I think, what's I th- been going on i think what i what i take from that scott to be fair is that when when we um laid cali to rest it was um i felt really uh and, and i'm sure you did of course um about your little one but i felt really proud that there was a lot of people that came and they were able to come um, and and to celebrate because we um, asked people to uh, wear colour and wear as much colour as they possibly could, let let balloons off, things like this. Um, and it, I, it would look, it was it was along with everything else that was going on. It was one. It was the most horrendous day of my life. However, um, when I looked around and I saw the amount of people were there. It was it was it was a really it was a really proud feeling because I felt like in such a short space of time she she um, had an impact on so many people's lives you know that connection um, so isn't it shouldn't be too difficult in under no, no, normal circumstances so. yeah, what what are normal circumstances when you you lose a child is it's uh, yeah. and one thing obviously I only met Scott for the first time what ten minutes before before we came yeah. on and what strikes me is. We, like, like with anything, a lot, a lot of how people process and deal with emotions in their life, a lot of it comes down to their own life philosophy and attitude. And you strike me as a very um, cup half full person because this was, this was, very, uh, you know, I know it's different between when the camera's on and when the camera's off. Yeah, but for something that happened only, you know, for end of well, it's not even six months ago, is it? So no, it's not. It's it. it, it I think you, you're in a bubble for the first couple of weeks. Mm. Then you know, absolutely, you you you're absolutely. Um, in fact, I'd say, yeah, it, it takes, you know, you're, you're absolutely, you're not eating right. You're not, um, work is a million miles away from where you, where you, you, you would ever think. Um, uh, it's going back to that. It's smallish things ever. I remember speaking to Ryan about this and it's going back to the house. It's a, it's a strange feeling going back to the, it's, it's, it's really, really strange going back to your own house after the event. It's strange. You're overwhelmed by a lot of everybody, a lot of messages, um, it's just all very overwhelming, really. I suppose, and you try and process it. And yeah, I think as blokes, this is another thing. It's you kind of you try and tough it out. I feel that's what you try and do. Try to put a brave, you know, brave face on it and say all the usual things that things will, you know, things will get ease off. And 
it's 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 tough. Yeah, it is very. Well, that's that's something tough. that Ryan, you uh, there's two things there that uh, Scott said, which just uh, made me think back to. I think it was our first episode, which reminds me of something Ryan said on the first one. How you felt because you felt as the guy you were supposed to be a certain way, looking at stereotypes, and also I can't remember if it was you, Matt, or uh, one of the other guests that we had on talking about feeling in that bubble for the first few weeks. So there is a common theme, you know. Obviously, this one's in lockdown as well, so I'm guessing it's a more intensified version of that if you can intensify that emotion but you understand the point i'm making yeah no absolutely i think and also um something that i couldn't do which i don't know if you guys did i mean i'm not saying that drink is a man <laughs> but it does help to be able to go out with guys and have a drink and yeah. kind of off some steam and that was something that i don't yeah. know i think it just wasn't out there That's to true. do it was unfortunately really fortunate with the time timing of it all but it does help things like that being able to get out with a few guys and mates and just, you know, blow some steam. It's Oh, well, yeah. I'm mean, supposed to last... Well, the, I, I yeah, sorry, I, like, I, I, I agree with, obviously, with what, with what Dan said there, where w- when we first met um, Scott and Emma at um, the first support group that they came to, um, we're probably talking, it was probably only about four... No, it was pr- about four weeks post losing Oscar... You use the analogy there, Dan, of, of a glass half full, and that's exactly the sort of feeling that I got both from Scott and from his wife Emma that they were that type of per- that that type of people. Now, obviously, not everybody is like that because everybody grieves in their own way and you know takes news differently to everybody else. But I think the one thing Scott said there about being able to go out, have a beer with your mates, have a you know whether yeah. you play sport or something or something like yeah, that. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. football, I, I don't know, whatever it may be. No, it's true. For me personally, during lockdown, <clears throat> I'm struggling more <clears throat> in this lockdown, not so much because of the grief of losing Lily as such, but there are things that have come back during this lockdown that have made me feel that pretty down at times. Um and whether that's because of the situations you're in and stuff like that, I don't know. But I I felt quite down during this. But during the previous lockdowns where I was playing in the over 35s team and, you know, I was having a beer out in the street, socially distanced with the neighbour or something like that, is that helped massively. But I think this lockdown specifically, because you have the shorter days, the longer nights. Yeah. Old yeah, outside. Yeah. You've had all the per well, big pertinent times of the year, the new year, the Christmas, the you know, for myself and Amy, it was our wedding anniversary as well. It was also my birthday and stuff. It's like everything's almost come together and it's been sitting and boiling and it's gone <laughs> boom. Do you know what I mean? And you pack it all into December, don't you, Ryan? Oh mate, I don't mess around, <laughs> me. <laughs> I think just that that support network again. Go back to to Scott with the whole um, the the lack of being able to have whoever you want there to to give. I mean, obviously it's not a company, it's not who, you know, who has the most people, but it depends on the size of your family and that support that that thing that we don't have at the minute, which is physical touch. You know, which can just mean the world if it's a family member in particular. Um, were you able to? Zoom or not? You know, stream or what were the yeah, way that people could see what was going on? There was actually, yeah, they they did a stream from um, from Robin Hood, and there was people um, as far down as London, um, up in Scotland, yeah. who watched it, okay. which is brilliant, really. You know, yeah, that's the of technology. I think that's it's nice mm. that everybody got to kind of feel part of it and got to 
see it actually. That that mm-hmm. is great. I think that's a good advantage with that's good th- with th- with this. What's happened? I suppose that is nice. It, you know, if you have relatives mm-hmm. abroad and stuff, it's good. I've got to admit, I think there is one thing that the COVID thing is a big, big, big issue with it. It makes things tougher. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. We were kind of we looked at it from a pos- more positive viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Some people, yeah, got that opportunity, but at the same time, a bit gutted. I've got to be honest with you that we of couldn't. Course, yeah. yeah more people could have come but yeah it's uh just a just a sad uh, just a spate in time isn't it unfortunately i completely understand where where you're coming from scott and this is i suppose slightly off topic to an extent as well is that even even though it is to do with baby loss the the you know the 10 10 10 that we've got arranged to do in 2020 for lily's 10th birthday and it was done for her 10th birthday and it doesn't now seem right that we're going to hopefully be doing things this year, but it's yeah, going to be her 11th birthday. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It, it, totally. it, it seems like, yeah, you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. And, yeah, you know, there was so much stuff, which I'm sure Matt would say that, you know, we had some challenges were um, quite frightening, which we managed to probably get the worst out of the way. But, the um it was just the 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 meeting up with the lads and knowing you'd got the camaraderie within that group <clears throat> that we'd all met up prior to the the original lockdown and we'd done our first <clears throat> event back in february last year um and then it just gets like taken away from you and that is that was our sort of that was a support network sorry for mm-hmm. that period of time and you know i mean as a charity we've been putting bids in for money and stuff to be able to help us support dads, granddads and, and activities and stuff. And it makes me laugh because some of them say, Oh, well, can you, can you tell us how much an activity is going to cost when you, when you do your activities and you're like, well, no, because we can't actually do anything at the moment. So it's like, you know, and, and when I think to the support things that we've done for dads, granddads and stuff, and, that we can't now do that. It's slightly different, I suppose, with women. And I mean this in the nicest possible way because Amy still does her one-to-one, but she takes, she'll go out for a walk. And women tend to do that more, I think, than men. I mean, I know I could probably phone anyone up and say, come on, let's go for a walk or something. But I don't think it's the same as women if that makes yep. sense definitely not absolutely agree with that that's a bit like when you go to the pub and you order a soft drink isn't it it's <laughs> you know you're gonna get hammered for it so you just it's that very much a bloke thing isn't it you'd never it's <laughs> yeah just, it's true you know it's like that reminds me when i played for the football team when i was a bit younger and you know you'd have a, a lad's night out once on a saturday go for a curry there'd always be one out of the group who'd order scampi <laughs> or the fried chicken and chips yeah 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 you're right no, you can't you can't play anymore no <laughs> yeah. yeah or or everyone would go for a decent curry and they'd go for the korma yeah oh, it's, it's uh it's very true i mean, <laughs> I mean it's it's i suppose look, stereotypes exist uh because there is an element you know, of of truth, I guess, towards why they became a stereotype in the first place. And one which we keep coming back to is the the guys in the pub. I'm bringing this up again because obviously one of the initial things were behind starting this this live stream for Lily May Foundation when when Ryan first spoke to me about it was the fact of, and we covered this in the first episode, men talking. 
You know, we don't do it enough. There is this stereotype of we need to be at a bar and, oh, bunch of blokes, what are you like? But it, it is strange because that is, it is the time that you open up. And I'm not talking about once, you know, the end of the night when you can't even remember the start of your sentence you're about to finish. But, you know, just when you just have that little, it's just, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a warm up, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And so how you say uh, with Amy doing the, her one-to-ones with the walks and things like that, and just the, the, the ability, obviously we can all communicate. It's supposed to be my job. But I mean, I, I have up and days and down days with that, but just that ability to communicate even now more so than ever, especially with the situation that you, you've had recently, Scott, which makes me happy um, in a, in a bizarre way um, that you could at least stream and be able to have people. And also that we're going through, I wouldn't wish coronavirus or a pandemic on anyone in my lifetime ever again. But if we'd had it 10 years ago, we wouldn't be doing this right now. No. So as rubbish as it is, this, this, we've never been better equipped to deal with something like this I, and to be able to help people in your situation. I think, um, I think I'm the same as Ryan in this sense that I was brought up in um, that, that football environment. In the, yeah. I, I played football from when I was six until I was sort of 29 you know, and then and, and I coached and managed and I'm still coaching, whatever. But when I first started playing men's football, I was only 16 and it's changed now massively yeah. because yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of the way that the environment is. But the changing room, if, if you weren't, if you weren't <laughs> strong or you weren't a certain character in that changing room, yeah. there was, there was no chance. You weren't surviving. And, 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 and the fact is that, that talking about emotions and feelings, it just wouldn't. And, I suppose, like I said, since I since we lost Cammy, um, my way of dealing with it has been talking, and I think that is because yeah. I learned I learned a lot from when I was because I was captain of a lot of teams that I played for, and I saw lads back then wilted under that pressure. Looking back, it was very much oh well, we'll take the mick out of them. They're the ones who can't cope with it. But actually, yeah. looking back, you, those are the ones you should get round, and you mm. should you oh, know, yeah. drag along, you, yeah. drag along with you. You know, it comes um, back to that. It comes back to when everyone used to say, "Oh, man up, man yeah, up," you know, that term. It, walk yeah. forward, whatever it may be. And yeah. obviously, that's now the, the the terms "man up." And I suppose if you look at what has come good about, I suppose, male mental health more than anything, and, and making men talk is there are actually celebs out there, the sportsmen, even sports women out there who are actively saying it, it's okay to not be okay and to speak up. Yeah. And speak out you know you can i was um what was i was watching something the other day and they were talking about um sports people who have obviously gone through uh tough situations and come out you know the other ending you look at somebody like a david beckham who in 1998 there were people making you know guys of him hanging him yeah. lampposts and mm. you think of what he is now he's a national hero because of what yeah. he is. and when you look at where he was in 98 and actually we're going back to a time where social media didn't even exist. Yeah. yeah. To, could, to you imagine, could you imagine, oh. <laughs> imagine that Argentina game now? Yeah, it's true. Oh, he'd be crucified, you know, mm. and, and I think the, um, I think a lot of that is great. It depends on the age of the person. I remember that in 1998. So I was 20 and I remember, I, won't lie, I, I, I hated him. I couldn't stand him. And I realise now because oh, I'm a four, four years younger than him, mate. I was just insanely jealous. I was like, I don't want a guy who's good looking and almost my age to be successful. That's not on. Yeah. And that's all it was. Yeah. So yeah, I think that happens, isn't it? And then you, then you grow up and lose your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same. I remember watching it in the Nuki arms. 
because I'd gone on <laughs> with the lads. And um, I remember, yeah. everyone and, remembers where they are when Beckham got sent off yeah, against Argentina. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And even yeah. that, yeah. that should have been sent off. But the um, <laughs> no, but I think yeah, I think we've we've as a as a as a human race, shall we say? I think we've changed in our um, ways that we we think, and I think this obviously is really good that. Things like podcasts, um, videos, stuff like that is really positive. And I'm just going to quickly jump onto something that somebody said on one of the comments, which is that they want us to keep up the good work um, about men and grief and uh, losing a child and, and, and the mental health that's associated with it and that it's really great to see. So that's Warren who um, is Warren. on there. So uh, it's really good. Um, and there's there's another podcast, actually, that he's advertised that he runs himself. So people are, are able to see that through um, the comment section on, on the page. But do, you also- want to, do you want to give him a quick mention? Ryan? Give, him a, give, him a, give Warren a quick plug. Come on, we're all here for each other. That's how podcasts work. Absolutely. Come on, yes, shout so, him out. Um, Oliver's uh, Legacy, and it's called Wings and Rainbows. Um, he's put the link onto the page. Um, and basically, yeah, like I say, it's, it's all about... Um, male grief and, and ch- yeah. uh, child loss and mental health. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll certainly be giving it a, a listen. It's called Brain, Heart, Body. Um, so, yeah. And, and another, yeah, another post literally just popped up saying, great job, chap. So, obviously, it's appreciated that people are, are listening. and, and Yeah, and if, doing. if people are doing that, if you could do Ryan a, a favour, I'm sure lots of people are doing it already, but if you don't mind just once the episode's finished and it's uploaded onto Facebook, if you could share that onto your own page as well, just to, uh, you know, everyone help each other out on their, uh, on their Facebook pages. And before we finish, how, how are we doing for time? I think we've got 10, 15 minutes left. Yeah. So uh, anyone ha- who would like to ask uh, Ryan or Scott or Matt anything, then they uh, feel free to do so. Oh, if you, by the way, I'm not, I've just realized it looks like I'm wearing lipstick. I'm not. It's just I've got quite sore lips. I just realized that. I sent a message from a friend. Dan is here. That's not true. Your daughter was putting lipstick on you today and you've still got... No, but I, ha- I have got purple toenails on my right foot and yellow on my left at the minute. I was about to shower them off before we came on, but I had to go to the shop. So my three, yeah, my three-year-old was practising later. She hasn't got a future in it. She's no good. But yeah. Can I ask you a question, um, Scott? Obviously, yeah, uh, thank sure. you so much for, com- for coming on no. to this. And I know we briefly mentioned it before we went live. I think, um, Matt, when you lost, can you have you? Uh, it's Crystal, isn't it? You and Crystal, you have. Yeah. Do you have other children? Yeah, we've we've gone on to have. Um, That's her right. Sister, her sister Etta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And and we all know Ryan's Ryan's got about eight thousand kids now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a foster parent. Is uh, the fertile Ryan? That's his name. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the the unique part from from my experience in in doing these so far was that was your and this again. I want to highlight how how strong I think you've been through this because you've had to. It's been during lockdown, so you've not been able to do the things that we've discussed in this podcast: go to the pub, hang out with your friends, play football, go to a bar, just have any sort of mental escapism. Every day you're coming back to probably the last place that you want to be at the minute. You're having to spend a yeah. lot longer in it. And um, this was your first child, I believe, with you and your partner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, first year of marriage and all. So we got married. First year of marriage as well. Wow. Honeymoon, honeymoon con, uh, baby. and um, Just a whirlwind of uh, what was yeah. year, which we're coming, February coming up to a year. So it it's kind of, um, yeah, it's just come out I of think- 
you know, left field, really did. I mean, it's not platitudes at all, but I'm, you know, next for your first anniversary next month, I really, you guys really, you know, you need to, I really hope you have a good day and night, whatever you're up to in the house. But, yeah, uh, no. I think you need to celebrate that and celebrate yeah. being together still. What does the future hold? Uh, have you spoken about, if you don't mind me asking, um, other children or yeah, trying again or giving it a while or what's your, what's your plans no, for anyone no. else is in this? We'd like, do you know something? We, we're more than, um, we, we definitely, uh, we, we love, ch- love children. You know, we've I've got nieces and um, friends with children and I, I yeah, it's absolutely. I feel that some people in life, it's it's not their they're kind of I wouldn't say dream but it's you know they don't want children but for us it's it's a big big importance it's, it's the um it's the pleasure it gives the parents it it's it's you know the stuff that you can do it it's yeah absolutely we're open to it absolutely without a shadow of a doubt it's uh it hasn't deterred us put it that way it's uh it was coming to group and obviously Matt he's gone on to have children um there's a guy called John who's at the group um he's gone on to have I think two children. Um, so it's, you know, um, no, it, it, it doesn't, it, you know, these people have, I'm early, early stages, but they've gone on to have children and they, you, you can't, you never forget, but it's, um, it's kind of um, seeing people it's got, it gives you hope. It, it gives us both hope that, you know, obviously Ryan again, he's, he's had uh, children and, uh, you know, it, it just shows that people do, not move on but they do have they go on to have um, living children so yeah okay it's definitely- well I wish you all the best to luck with it right um, Scott yeah. and um, and yeah they, they, I mean it's it's weird because it is that situation where again we it's stuff that we've spoke about isn't it Ryan and Matt in the in the first um, podcast was the elephant in the room and things that you that you feel like you can and you can't say and and I think one of the the benefits of being able to do this is I, I already feel a little bit more comfortable being able to talk to someone who's going through what you're going through, where it's still obviously this pain never goes away, but the the rawness of it all at the at the moment. There's a couple of questions that have come through on the uh, on the comments, which um, I'd like to fire at you guys as well before we leave. One is um, from. Uh, Warren Morris, I think right. Is this the same Warren who? Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right, Warren. Warren's got um, a question for everyone. Um, how did you find the healthcare professionals treated you following your loss, and if any support was offered, uh, was it tailored to the fact that you are a man? Our bereavement midwife was 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 brilliant. Was really good. She really uh, looked after me and Crystal um, from day one, and and and. She supported both of us, so it wasn't it wasn't tailored just towards Crystal. It was tailored to yeah. us as a, as a couple, really. I felt uh, as much as as support as Crystal had from the healthcare side. I, I, the hospital and the people within the hospital and the, the staff were 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 amazing. To, to be fair, my my issue has been, and I'll, I'll finish in a, now. But my issue has been moving on is the um, the professional side of the counselling, which again may be an episode we could possibly touch upon another time. Um, it hasn't, it hasn't mm. been that easy for us. Um, but again, like I said, it's a, it's a lot more than a 10 minute conversation. that one. So, yeah. But, um. I think from my perspective, cause if we're, I mean, as was obviously in 2010, so we're going back probably when let's say society was slightly different as well, because there's obviously been a change in the way that baby loss is spoken about in, you know, the last sort of 10, 11 years. Um, and again, I'll sort of echo really what Matt said. Our bereavement midwife was was 
quite frankly, outstanding. Mm. I wouldn't say we had... Um, Sorry, I wouldn't say that she specifically told me about tailored support towards men um, because I think at the time it wasn't probably spoken about anywhere near as much as it is now. But the the support that we had was um, very much tailored to us as a a younger couple at the time um, because I was young once. Um, So it was sort of tailored in that respect that, um, we were we were guided towards support groups, things like that that were that were going to benefit us and what have you. So we had, you know, a really really good, um, if if you can say that, we had a really uh, good experience with our bereavement midwife. Yeah, yeah I'd, say, I'd I'd thirdly I'd say the same. I thought I, from from the minute, um, Warwick were brilliant. Um, coming coming out of hospital. Um, Everything after being excellent, really, really good actually. Um, I couldn't fault. I really couldn't fault. In fact, um, yeah, great. Get some great advice. Um, obviously, the, the the Lily May stuff, and that was that's been very helpful. All of it's been every little element has been good. So, because I think you need to reach out at that that, that point, I don't think you can handle it um, alone. And I know we were talking about earlier about people who go into a dark place. It's really, really important. You don't um, with your friends. You you kind of um, take that step out, and and you know it, it's not easy. But you've got to kind of your friends are important. Your family kind of alienate. You've got to get yourself back into that rhythm of trying to get back to a bit of normality. It's really important. Yeah, but for the completely. group and talking to other people who've been in that situation helps massive. Uh, another question that we have in the comments as well is uh, what would each of your top three tips be for surviving grief through lockdown? I guess it doesn't have to be three. It can be, it can be, it can be as many as you want if it's less or more. Just any just nuggets of advice that, that anyone can, any of you three can give. Uh, well, obviously you in particular, Scott, because it's lockdown. Um, I, think no talk, I think talking talking to people is mm. essential. Friends are the My friends were great. Um, People come out the woodworm. It's just, it's just but my, my core friends were just yeah. next level, really. And the nice Fair thing about it was at the moment in which it happened, they were they were really sympathetic. But after the event, they didn't kind of they tried to not make it as normal as possible, and it tried yeah. out as if the old the old days and mm-hmm. stuff. They were they were absolutely top notch. Family was excellent on both sides, and everybody really did us proud. And they raised money, and they they were. They, they were they were just brilliant. Friends is a huge huge help in it all. Um, Absolutely, no one line. Very much important. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for any for anyone who hasn't seen the first ser- uh, first episode in this series again, when we're referencing the elephant in the room, it's pretty much the situation which Scott has just talked about. Then, uh, yeah, go and have a, a look back to that. You can. Scroll- I think it was towards the middle to end of November that we did that one. Is that right, Ryan? So you can find it. On the, it's still up there and yeah you can you can hear about that especially if you uh, this is why i find it interesting because I've, I've not gone through this situation but you know i know people that have so i think it's just as important that i know and uh, people in my position also are wary of how you can help and the right things to do and don't so thank you very much for those comments as well yeah plans for this year yes well we'll yeah Absolutely. Obviously, yeah. Um, just with Lily May Foundation, because obviously you said a lot of the things, the, you know, people in a room being together, your golf days, your walks. Um, now we don't really know how much. Lot obviously with vaccines um, coming out. Um, yeah, big up Queen and Philip. They had theirs yesterday, didn't they? 
So they are. They did. And, they did. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. Get a good publicity. But, yeah. What what I what do you have in store or in mind? And how during again during lock you know the topic today is lockdown. So how has lockdown affected how Lily May Foundation has been able to operate? Yeah. So and what have you learned from it? Yeah. So obviously it's been. Um, it's. It, I'd be lying if I said it hadn't been difficult because it has been difficult. But I think if there was a, a positive that's come out of it is that you know there's been new sort of innovative ways of being able to speak with people, be able to you know help people and um, that have gone through obviously baby loss and and need the support in their you know their their darkest hours. In terms of what we've sort of got planned throughout the year, we've got our golf day planned and dinner dance as normal, which is on Friday the 16th of April. Should that not happen on Friday the 16th of April, there is a contingency day to Friday the 8th of October when hopefully um, things will be back to pretty much normal by then. So fingers crossed, um, you know, we can do it in April, but if not, there is something obviously later on in the year. Another thing we're doing at the moment throughout January is encouraging people to go out and walk in memory of their baby. Um, so there are f- regular Facebook posts that are going out, or I say Facebook, regular social media posts going out where people can print off a poster, they can go out, have a walk in the countryside, get some fresh air, and be able to take a, um, a picture of themselves with their baby's name um on on their printed poster and stuff so that's just something slightly different as well um we've still got the 10 10 10 remaining um challenges left which are the wolf runs um and the half marathon towards the end of the year and um we've got the balls common fun run in september um so again hopefully fingers crossed everyone will want to get out and run um, because they'll have put on loads of weight during lockdown, so they'll want to be able to uh, train to do a bit of running and um, and take part in that. So yeah, it's, it's a busy year as normal. But Ryan's got his uh, he's got his marketing angle sorted, hasn't he, for the fun run? Look, one hundred percent. Always thinking, always thinking. But yeah, I think the um, yeah, the main thing. I mean, I suppose the main thing is is that as a charity, we're still functioning as we as much as we possibly can obviously there are excellent um but we do fall under key workers and and things like our groups and stuff can happen um but we're obviously limited to numbers uh, and stuff like that but on the whole we're just being innovative in the way that we uh support people absolutely fantastic well um thank you everyone for your questions thank you everyone for watching before we wrap it up for tonight does anyone else ryan scott or matt have anything they'd like to add? If not, we could just get uh, Matt's other half crystal to turn the TV up again and we'll have a listen to what's going on. You know, we need the East Enders <laughs> doing at the end. Boom, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all okay. good. I'm all good. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so we will be back. Have we got, are we doing another one? Um, uh, where are we at, Fen? In a few weeks, Ryan, have we got any plans yeah. for our number four? Yeah, we'll probably have one in a couple of weeks' time, but it'll be advertised as normal anyway. Um, Fantastic. And then, yeah, we can um, we can get it all uploaded to Audio Boom, so people will be able to start downloading it and listening to yeah, it. Yeah, you will be able to do that from uh, this Wednesday evening. Um, that should all be so. All three episodes so far will be good to go. In there, that'll be uh, in the meantime. You can watch them back via. Um, the Facebook page. My wife was watching a couple of that. I mentioned to Ryan earlier, my wife was having a look at the last one on her phone. She, My wife works in TV as a producer and I was looking at her face going, oh, she's not happy with me. What's she doing here? What's going on? 
But uh, yeah, everyone, everyone was. Uh, That's why yeah, we have to turn the lights on, Scott. <laughs> 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 yeah that was it that's why I said to you Scott earlier can you get your face in the middle because she was like it's okay but we can't we need to see people's faces apart from you can you just get out of the shot so. <laughs> that's it well listen we won't take up any more of your time thank you very much to everyone's thank watching uh, you can go on with the rest of your evening any other comments you want to leave you can do we'll be able to see them in time for the next uh for the next podcast couple of weeks away from now if you keep an eye out on the lily may page and their social media you'll be able to find out exactly when that is and like i say you'll be able to get a link to the, all the episodes to listen back to so far from this wednesday evening and that's your lot thank you very much um scott it's been it's been terrific to meet you I really admire I really admire your your strength of character, um, which is which is clearly evident in just the hour of that spot. And I know that's an easy thing to say. And uh, with whatever you're going through in in a, a very recent time span on top of COVID and Corona, um, I'd just like to say just uh, just respect to you and to Thank your you. other half, Emma, as well. Thank I wish you all the best, and we'd love yeah. you to come back on and speak to us again in the future and let us know how you're getting on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for. Um for taking the time yourselves that's really kind of you thank you no brilliant it's been, it's been great to have you on and just one final thing from me is that we are still obviously still doing our one-to-one support baby loss support service so if there are any uh, people out there who haven't accessed that support um, the details can be found at our website lilymayfoundation.org where you can put in your referral forms and we can um, we can help you as much as we possibly can Fantastic. Right then, on that, uh, we shall bid you farewell. We will speak to you very soon. Thank you very much for watching and good night. Thank you. Cheers.